turn my light on here <laughs> my name is brian and today is friday june 9th 2023 and this is episode 428 of the lots project podcast a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control and it's a friday 10k giveaway friday brian chat with brian coffee with brian oh, i don't know what is this thing called it's the lots project podcast it's a, just a daily morning get together where we talk history we talk a question of the day a few uh, a few topics and then we roll and we uh, on Friday we head on into the weekend. So how's everybody doing this morning? What's in your cup? And like good old Clyde Blend, he's sitting standing here behind me. He is uh, he is fit and lean and fast and energetic, just like this this uh, coffee. It'll uh, pep you up real quick and have you having a good morning before you know it good morning in the comments already good morning uh james how's it going first at uh quarter to six quarter to six in the morning rolling uh hashtag hi Corey. that is close but no cigar on the 10k giveaway uh hashtag of the day uh pickle pete predicts what what are you doing? Are you actually awake out there in Seattle? Holy crap. It must be a late night. Late night for old Pickle Pete. James says he is drinking Folgers. Oh, man. I sent you a confirmation or a shipping shipping notice yesterday on two different packages on the way to you, James. Uh, hope you enjoy them. Hope you enjoy them for sure. And... Uh, yeah, what do we got to talk about today? On the list today, we have going to talk about uh, Telegram changes, Telegram group, Telegram changes. Going to talk about uh, some struggling conflicts I have uh, regarding that and things I've been contemplating. And um, it was just a, it was an interesting thought exercise yesterday for sure. Um, Pickle Pete says it's raining first time in six weeks, so that must have woke him up. I'm also going to talk about uh, things that uh, Corey and I have decided to do with Fold, and I think it's going to be very, very, very nice. And uh, after that, we will talk about the weekend plans around here and what we've got planning, what we got going on, and things like that. So, like I said, I got some Clyde in the cup. We got the, the perfect cup question of the day all loaded up. It was a good one. Uh, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, a different one. Uh, James says he was fucking shit up. No, nah, James, it was, it was long, um, long overdue for a change. And actually it was, uh, back to an original, uh, setup that I had that just didn't make sense when, uh, at the time that I did it. So just changes back to something that I had already, uh, I had already realized a long, long time ago before I even started this, before I actually even had my own. Uh, stuff set up over there. I had um, contemplated this this happening and um, just utilizing tools for what they are and uh, utilizing them the proper way. So that's all. That's all. Got the perfect cup question loaded up. It was um, it was an interesting question. It um, 
yeah, let's just wait till we get there. We have the we have the history segment brought to you by Pip over at Duction Cups. He's over there on uh, Florida Man Friday, and God knows what's going to go on in Florida on a Friday, Saturday, or even Sunday. We've all heard the stories about Florida Man, Florida Man. But uh, Pip, throw the history segment together for today. I did not, uh, I did not browse it over ahead of time, so this might be another. Uh, Another good one. I uh, I was doing an interview last night and, and it came in and I, I copied and pasted it over and going on a dry run with Pip today for sure going on a dry run. So anyway, it is 10K giveaway Friday. Let's get that. Uh, let's get that hashtag figured out what we're going to have. All you got to do is put the hashtag in the comments when I uh, when I tell you what it is and show you what it is, put it in the comments and you will be entered in the drawing for 10,000 Satoshis at the end of the show. So, so the 10K giveaway hashtag for today is going to be, oh my gosh, I forgot to share it. Wow. All these days of doing this and I still forget to do the prep in the morning. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. 10K giveaway hashtag this morning is hashtag good morning, Corey. James was close. James was close, guessing at three in the morning. But good morning, Corey. Get that hashtag in and be entered in for 10,000 Satoshis at the end of the show. Just like to give away 10K on Fridays to uh, give people some Satoshis to start spreading around in that value for value network and all the different value for value apps and pod players and telegram groups and things of that nature that. Uh, that you could show people you appreciate what they're posting or uh oh that did not that did not save when i edited that this morning i'm sorry guys it is not skish it is hello good morning Corey. good morning sorry tough, tough to type around the microphone i uh, i apologize for the here we go there we go good morning Corey. Um, anyway, anyway, it, um, Pip and I's good morning. Thanks for stopping in. Pickle Pete predicts in with the good morning, Corey and James already in. But anyway, I just like to, uh, I like to spread around the, some of the sats I get back for doing the show for, uh, interacting say on Noster or in the telegram groups or anywhere value for value is, uh, appropriate. I, uh, I like to give those back. I like to give back a portion of that. It, it uh, gets siphoned off into its own little wallet. And it comes back. It comes back. 10K a week for sure. I'm also very, very adamant about um, zapping people on Noster right now and uh, try not to use the like. And if I if I like something enough to hit that like, I, I hit the I hit the zap, the zap instead and throw them um my standard, my standard like is 11 sats. Uh, what does 11 sats equal out to? I think it's like a penny. Like literally throwing a penny on the pile for them. If I like it a little bit more, bump it up, bump it up a little bit. Uh, really cool uh, thought experiment that I saw yesterday on Noster. I'll share that. I got to get it on my notes so I don't forget. But uh, we're going to be getting into the couple of segments here and i don't want to forget so just give me two seconds to get this down i just remembered it as i was speaking uh, all right get that in there hey now hey now 
Oh, why do I feel uh who is hey now there? How we doing? You new? <laughs> anyway, let's uh let's roll into that perfect cup question of the day, get things going for Friday so we can get to that uh 10k giveaway sooner rather than later. Morning, uh morning Canadian Farmstead. How you doing? Don't forget to hit that good morning, Corey hashtag get yourself in on that 10k giveaway. All right, everyone, it's time again for the 95th edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram channel. That's t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed. If you thought if you've heard the Perfect Cup before, you know that's a change. I'm getting them out of the chat. I'm getting them from getting buried, from you having to dig through all the messages. It'll be just there with a few of the day. You'll be able to find it very quickly, reply, and it will also make my life easier when gathering the answers to the question as I roll through hundreds of messages looking for the one or two. So I made up the channel and I put it out there and you can join it now. It is t.me slash lots feed. It is a view only channel. You get a one way communication from me and you can reply to each of those. And I get that. And I believe the other uh, members of the group can see it, but it is a one way street. It's uh, it's going to make things it's going to make life easier. It's going to be able to get eyes on things that people want to see. And if they don't want to participate in all the other chaos that we have in the group, it is making it nice. That's t.me slash lots feed. Join me there daily for the Perfect Cup question of the day and all other links and announcements. The Perfect Cup question of the day today is what? unethical experiment would you have would have the biggest positive impact on society as a whole what unethical experiment would have the biggest positive impact on society as a whole so i didn't know how this question was going to go. <coughs> Excuse me. I saw it. I liked it. I liked it. When I when I first saw it, I was like, okay, this this is a this is an interesting um thought experiment for sure. But um I wasn't sure how it would go in the chat. I wasn't sure how it would go on socials. I didn't know I didn't know how deep people would think into it. Would they take it uh take it to heart or would they just like fly by answers? So I threw it out there anyway, and we'll see what the answers came back with. Uh, got my first uh, confirmed reply on Twitter. I, I have uh, you know seven hundred people that follow me over on Twitter, and I get a lot of uh, a lot of retweets, a lot of likes, but not a whole lot of comments. At least that I get notifications of, and I, I can't scroll through and look for them on Twitter. It's uh, that thing's a dumpster fire for sure. I post and run. But I check my notifications every day a couple times. And uh, yeah, we had a reply on Twitter. I was, uh, so I had to put that up on uh, number one. Paul Frank, Franks, Franks. <laughs> I looked at his profile. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but he's over on Twitter. Hope you're listening, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you weighing in. He said, testing the gravitational effects on politicians. Uh, and he wanted to stress all politicians. 
uh, being thrown out of helicopters. That's an interesting experiment. Um, I don't know how uh, up in the up in the up in the air the answer to that experiment is. I'm not sure if we actually have to do it to find the results, but I do like the sentiment there. I do like the sentiment there, Paul. Thanks for weighing in on Twitter. Congratulations, you are the first reply on Twitter. Um, James over in the in the Telegram chat says he would like the biggest unethical experiment to be democracy. <laughs> I can't say I disagree, man. I can't say I disagree. Josh, the renegade butcher, he weighed in, said, executing all who hold public office and any in the future who make an attempt to centralize authority without the express consent of those affected. I think that goes right in line with uh, democracy and uh, throwing them out of helicopters. So three for three on uh, we don't like the government. Uh, but Josh's Josh has made me contemplate something. Um, with the express consent of those affected. That goes back to the whole social contract, I think. It goes back to the statement, I didn't sign a social contract. I didn't sign the Constitution. I didn't agree to any of this. Um, by the happenstance that I popped out on this piece of land that, uh, that somebody... 200 years ago decided that we're going to make these um, this document the the law of the land uh, now I automatically are born into um, consenting to agreeing to that it's an interesting question it's an interesting question how how I can't sign a document before I'm 18 I can't enter into a contract or um, consent to something until I'm 18 or younger in a few states, but how do I how do I get roped into consenting to the great social contract from birth? Hmm. Something to think about. Something to think about. Scrambling weighs in and says banning the wearing of clothing. Make all humans apes. Make all the human apes interact as they are. We'd see if Sally is really Tom and just maybe the, the fat fucks on the dole might figure out they are fat fucks. Way to go, Scrambling. Must have been roasting coffee yesterday. A little jazzed up. That went down a little a little spiral hole of um, will it would it really matter? Would it really matter? Kyle, the backwoods butcher, says holding people accountable for their actions. That um, that would be an interesting experiment for sure. We've uh, we've kind of drifted away from that in society for sure, and uh, I think rolling back to that would probably be a good thing. Probably help us out quite a bit. Uh, Pip, the history guy, he weighed in and said forced gardening. I like it, Pip. Pip was pretty big on uh, World Ocean Day yesterday. I can see him being down there in Florida and the oceans affecting everything uh, in his life. But uh, he posted some pretty pretty poignant thoughts about uh, Ocean Day and then came in with the forced gardening. I think Pip needs to get outside. I think Pip's brain is telling him he just needs to be outside. Forced gardening, he, he says, I'm talking hammer back on the pistol, Garden Forced 101. Wants to know why your basil didn't grow. The neighbors had great success with the rosemary. Get your shit together. <laughs> and I love it. 
as I'm reading this, I'm picturing uh, I'm picturing the SS guy with the cocked hammer, the guy that he's like got on his knees. And instead of getting ready to dump him in a hole, he's over the garden. And he's like, yeah, if you don't get those tomatoes to grow, you're going to end up in a compost pit like Johnny. <laughs> what? Forced gardening. Forced gardening for sure. Uh, Mike the Philippine Nomad said a great experiment, unethical. I don't know if it's unethical, Mike, but a great experiment would be true anarchy on the masses. Um, as much as I would like to see it, I don't think uh, even a fraction of the population that would be required to understand the concept of what it actually is uh, would would be there. And uh, it just wouldn't be, it wouldn't be uh, what anarchy should be. So there is that. Great thought. Great thought. Um, but can you impose anarchy? As a voluntarist, as an anarchist, can you impose anarchy on anyone? That's, uh, that kind of goes to the crux of my telegram thoughts. And uh, so we'll uh, wrap up the perfect cup question of the day today. Again, the question was, what unethical experiment would you have the biggest would have the biggest positive impact on society as a whole you can find that posted still over at t.me slash lots feed that's l-o-t-s-f-e-e-d that's lots feed that's a new channel over on telegram where you can find all the pinned stuff anything that i would pin in the chat that i want you to be aware of that our announcements links blog posts question of the day, item of the day, things of that nature will all go in that feed and it won't get clogged up by any chitter chatter or things of that nature. The lots chat is still there. Feel free to join it and join the conversation. But if you want to see the perfect cup question of the day, you're going to have to join that channel and keep looking. I appreciate you listening. And now back to the main show. All right, we got some people rolling in. I think uh, I think old scrambling might be uh, might be account hopping this morning. I mean, dude, I really can um, I can send you ten grand if you want. Back with. Hey, Elon, how's it going? Um, let me see. That's right. Pippinize. Pippinize drops in the comment at the bottom. He says, who was it that said all the world's problems can be saved, solved in a garden? Um, Jeff Lawton? Was it Jeff Lawton? Did he end up saying that? Or was that the, the original permaculture man himself? I can't remember. can't remember. Might have been Jeff. Might have been, uh, been Lawton. Back to back, back to back blip outs on old Elon. I don't know what's going on. Uh, maybe it's the, the stars are lining, the stars are lining or the planets or something and it's throwing off the satellite signal. But Corey says that uh, hashtag good morning Corey is definitely her favorite hashtag so far. 
excuse me, excuse me. Renegade Butcher, good morning. Thanks for hopping in. Better late than never. I uh, I do agree. Let's uh, let's get that up there. Good morning, Corey. Everybody say it now. Let's get to that history segment. I gave a lot of time for everybody to say it, huh? <laughs> She's stealing my thunder. She's stealing my thunder. <laughs> Robin. Robin says, Robin says, I'm so late. If I didn't know better, I would think I was expecting. That's that's an interesting statement right there. Uh anyway, let's get to that history segment. Let's get that wrapped up and uh and get on with the show. Oh, June 9th, June 9th, Friday, June 9th, people, Friday, June 9th. Hello, humans, and happy Friday. We have a star-studded lots of history segment for you. But first, your weekly Bitcoin price update coming in this morning when I took the price check at $26,896 per one Bitcoin. Get rid of your shitty fiat and get yourself some Bitcoin. Been a rough week in crypto this week with SEC going after all sorts of coins, but I did not hear Bitcoin on their breath. There's shitcoin, and then there's the rest. Well, can the rest be singular? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's get back to that history segment brought to you by Pip. Strap yourself in or strap yourself on, Kyle, and let's get ready for Friday. Monster trucks rev up in the background. Oh boy, you're going to pay for your whole seat, but you're only going to need the edge today. Today in June 9th history. June 9th, 53, not 1953, not 1853, 0053, June 9th in the year 53, the Roman Emperor Nero marries Claudia Octavia. Octavia was popular with the Roman people, but Nero hated their marriage. When his mistress, Pupea, Apopeia Sabina became pregnant. He divorced and banished Octavia. When this led to a public outcry, he had her executed. Pip's notes. He had his ex murdered because the public liked her. Effing social media. Uh, 53. 53. Uh, then again, uh, June 9th, 68. Not 1968. 0068. Nero dies by suicide after Quoting Virgil's Aeneid, thus ending the the Julio the Julio Claudian dynasty, the Julio, <laughs> and starting the civil war known as the Year of the Four Emperors. Nero was popular with the members of his Praetorian Guard and lower class commoners in Rome and its provinces, but he was deeply resented by the Roman aristocrats. Most contemporary sources describe him as a tyrannical, self-indulgent, and debauched. After being declared a public enemy by the Roman Senate, he committed suicide at age of 30. Pips notes, I have no idea what quote it was, but curious. I guess it didn't list it in the wiki notes. It'd be interesting to dive into what Nero quoted before jamming himself with a knife. Hmm. Interesting. What was the old saying? Um... Nero fiddles while Rome burns. Uh, I think that went back to the give them bread and circuses. Uh, that's why that's why the poor loved him is because he gave them a little bit 
so they kept loving him and the people that did, didn't need the little bit saw through all the bullshit and went this guy's a real douche canoe all right this day june 9th 1922 allen's regional assembly convened for its first plenary session in what Mariham Auckland today? Was it Auckland? I don't know. Oh, Allen's. <laughs> wow. Sorry, guys. The, the, the day is celebrated as self-government day of Auckland. I don't know where Auckland is. <laughs> oh, Auckland. Oh, okay. It was a Finnish thing. It's a Finnish thing. Auckland's self-government from Finland. I just got to keep reading. See, this is what happens when Brian doesn't pre-read the history segment. <laughs> Note to self, Allen's self-government from Finland was established by the League of Nations in 1921 after the Allen movement raised the issue of island reunification with Sweden. Pips notes, the A looks like it's the homeworld gate sign from Stargate. First reason, it's in the segment. <laughs> Sometimes I'm lost. Sometimes I'm lost. Oh, June 9th, 1968, U.S. President Lyndon B. Johnson declares a national day of mourning following the assassination of Senator Robert F. Kennedy. This day, June 9th in 1978, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints opens its priesthood to all worthy men, ending a 148-year-old policy of excluding black men. 1978, Latter-day Saints opens up to black priests. Um... Tips notes to end the history portion before we roll into the birthdays. He says, there were also a few bombs, plane crash, train crash, make better memories for the day. It's Friday. Let's think about happy things. This day, happy birthday. Happy birthday, June 9th, 1768. Samuel Slater, English-American engineer and businessman, died in 1835. An early English-American industrialist known as the father of the American Industrial Revolution, a phrase, a phrase coined by Andrew Jackson and the father of the American factory system in the United Kingdom. He was called Slater the Trader and Sam the Slate because he brought British textile technology to the United States, modifying it for American use. Great. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for bringing the Industrial Revolution to the United States. I mean, I guess we wouldn't be as big in this and all of that if we didn't go through that period. But, yeah. Let's move on. June 9th, 1915, Les Paul, American guitarist and songwriter, uh, American, uh, an American jazz, country, and blues guitarist, songwriter, luthier, and inventor. He was one of the pioneers of the solid body electric guitar, and his prototype, called the Log, served as the inspiration for the Gibson Les Paul. Les Paul, very famous name. Um... Uh, <laughs> This one might get a little shaky, but on June 9th, 1961, Michael J. Fox, Canadian act, American actor, producer, and author, Fox displayed symptoms of Parkinson's disease in 1991. In late 2020, Fox said, I can think of a thousand possible scenarios. I used to go fishing in a river near paper mill and eat the salmon I caught. I've been to a lot of farms. I smoked a lot of pot in high school when the government was poisoning the crops. But you can drive, you can drive yourself crazy trying to figure it out. No, <laughs> old Michael J. Fox. Yeah, he uh, he says, I don't give a really sh I don't give a rip how I got this. I just need to figure out how to fix it. 
and he's done so much in Parkinson's research and development. Pips notes, no need to ask best movie on this one. May the universe be well to Marty. Er, Michael. Cheers, Michael J. Fox. On this day in uh, June 9th, June 9th, 1963, another actor, Johnny Depp, American actor, Pips notes, best movie with Johnny Depp. He says Edward Scissorhands. Huh. I tend to agree with that. That is a very good movie. I had to run through my Johnny Depp catalog in my head. Um, I'm sure there's some I can come up with that probably rival Edward Scissorhands, but man, what a great movie. What a great movie. Especially Johnny Depp. He's been all over the place. I really, uh, I really dig the dude. Uh, 1981, and Natalie Portman, Israeli-American actress, mm, Portman attended Harvard University, graduating with a bachelor's degree in psychology. Piff, that's all you can come up with for Natalie Portman? She got a degree in psychology? <laughs> anyway, those were the people that were born. Who kicked off today? <coughs> this day. June 9th in 1871, Anna Atkins, English botanist and photographer. She is often considered the first person to publish a book illustrated with photographic images. Some sources say that she was the first woman to create a photograph. Hmm. In 1871, huh? Uh, 1973, John Creasy, English author and politician, an American crime writer, also writing science fiction, romance, and Western novels. Who wrote more than 600 novels using 28 different pseudonyms? During World War II, he created the character of Dr. Stanielius Alexander Palfi, a British Secret Service agent who forms Z5, a secret underground group that owns its, owes its allegiance to the Allies. The first novel of the Dr. Palfrey 34 book series was Traitor's Doom, published in 1942 by John Long LTD, while the last was The Whirlwind in 1979. Pips notes, I'm still hoping for a Romero-Williams reboot for TV or movies. I mean, 150-plus books about an American spy trained by an ancient martial arts master, just saying, goes down the wiki rabbit hole on the worst reboots later. Pips side notes, his name is Creasy Bear. She calls the bear Creasy Bear. Man on Fire movie quote. The minute I read Creasy, that's the first thing I thought of. And if you haven't seen Man on Fire, that's a good movie. That is definitely a good movie. I, I dig it. This day in uh, in 2007, Frankie Abernathy, American purse designer, cast member of The Real World San Diego. <laughs> Wait. Oh, yeah. That one was born in 1981. Pips knows. I think I watched one and a half episodes of Real World and Road Rules. Seemed like Jerry Springer stuff on a different channel. Recall when MTV actually played music? Anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, I am in with about uh, maybe a handful of episodes of MTV stuff once once MTV went sideways. But yeah, I do remember, I do remember videos and music on MTV. Holidays today, holidays, the Coral Triangle Day. The Coral Triangle Day was observed the first time on June 9th, 2012, in conjunction with World Oceans Day on June 8th, Pip back to his oceans, to celebrate and raise awareness of the ocean conservation and protection, especially on the Coral Triangle, the world's epicenter of marine biodiversity. 
the coral is pretty cool, man. I do have to say. And for the Friday spotlight of the history, we have, and I know Pip, I know Pip was waiting for this one. Ugandan Naz National Heroes Day. Started in 2001. I don't remember how to say this. I looked it up last night. I looked it up. Started in 2001. This holiday honors people who fought on both sides of the Ugandan Bush War. The date recalls the assassination of Edion Babumba Mukibi Lutamaguzi. Yeah, I looked it up last night. I had it down. There's no way I could have remembered it that long. But Pip's notes, it seems there are a dozen and change groups trying to kill each other in the area. Also, triple word score with the name. How'd Brian do? Not good. Not good. I got the first half all right. And um, I I just, I, I'm not fluent in Ugandan. I'm not fluent in Ugandan. Anyway, that wraps up the history segment, folks, on a very low crescendo. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate Pip putting that together for us every day. If you like listening to the history segment, like listening to me struggle through names and pronunciations, or you want to actually find out what it looks like and more about any of the stories, you can head on over to the Lots Project blog post of the episode of the day. It's all listed. Pip's notes are all listed at the bottom. I greatly appreciate all the work he does. And if you do, you should also head over to DuctionCups.com. That's DuctionCups.com, just like suction, but instead, D-U-C-K-T-I-O-N, DuctionCups.com. Grab a, grab some little rubber duckies, grab some duck plugs, and throw them on. Stick them anywhere. Stick them everywhere. If you're a jeeper, you know what the ducks are all about. If you're not, they're cool. Grab yourself a plugsy. Smile every time you drink your coffee in the morning. Plugsy the Pig advises you to head on over to DuctionCups.com. Thanks, Pip. That's been another episode of Lots of History. All right, let's get back to it. Get back to it. Thanks, Pip. That was a good one. A uh, couple celebrity birthdays there. That was uh, interesting. I never really big in the celebrity culture, but I do like correlating. Uh, like when I when I hear Johnny Depp, my brain flashes to entertainment I've seen containing the man. I don't have, really have the celebrity worship as much as kind of a uh, a trigger to remember where you've seen him. Johnny Depp's been in a lot. Johnny Depp has definitely been in a lot. Oh, so what's on the list, guys? What's on the list? Telegram. Telegram. I uh, I started the channel. Now, let's rewind to when I first got on Telegram. I first started pushing it. I opened the Telegram chat and a Telegram channel. And the whole intention was having a chat feed that was open it was available to anybody to speak their mind, to have a discussion, to have comfortable discussions, have uncomfortable discussions, and speak their minds. The channel was there to put out links, put out announcements, put out uh, shows, when we're going to be live, uh, items of the day, that thing. Even at this point, there was no question of the day. There was no, um, there wasn't anything really. It was just the, the the podcast episode link. <laughs> I did that. I did it for quite a while, for a couple months, I think, straight. And it was 
frivolous because I was posting the links in both places. The chat membership was small enough uh, at the beginning. Obviously, there was nobody there uh, that there wasn't a whole lot of chatter. You'd put a link up and within a half a scroll, you were finding that link the next day. Didn't get buried. Easy to find. As numbers grow, and we're not at a huge number by any means, it could always be bigger, should always be bigger, but conversations get going, things things take on steam, links get buried. Um, I'm now... I'm now trying to figure out when I'm going to post a link. If there's a conversation going on uh, and it's time and I'm doing my work uh, alongside not participating in the conversation, I come to the telegram chat with a link. Uh, now I am now I am um, shifting my my schedule and my workflow because there's conversation going on and I don't want to drop the link in the middle of a chat and then it's immediately buried or it derails the chat that's going on that may be productive. It may not, but there's people putting time and effort into that. I don't need to um, try to interrupt in the middle. So there's that. There's also, like I said, it gets buried. Um, people want to, people want to find it. They're having to scroll, uh, in the morning when I go to transfer all the answers to say the question of the day, it is a ever, ever lengthening process to scroll the last 24 hours to find the individual answers to the questions. Uh, it makes it easier that they're replied to. If they're not replied to, I don't even see them because I can't read every individual message, especially after uh, an involved chat. So for a couple of weeks now, I've been contemplating redoing the channel. I had the channel, um, the old one. I tried to mess around with it and things got deleted. I couldn't find it and it was just a mess. So I said, let's start from zero. I'm going to start a new channel. Um, it's it's free. It, it just takes 10 minutes to set up. Uh, and I'm going to start spreading it around. This channel will be only my posts. My posts will go there. They will be um, what I will put there is any announcements, any live notifications for evening shows, morning uh, blog posts after the fact. So that includes uh, the blog post include link to the episode. You can actually stream the episode in the blog uh, in two different ways. One on Podverse, one on or the Perfect Cup on Podverse or um, the main show on my feed. Uh, also in the blog post is all the show notes, item of the day, uh, announcements are there, uh, embedded YouTube stream of the podcast is there and at the bottom you will find all of pip's history notes and links to the stories uh that goes out every day i try to put it in the chat i didn't want to overwhelm in the middle of the chat because i'm doing all this in the morning and it's like i post the question of the day i post the blog post boom 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 uh it's easier to post it in its own spot it's just going to be easier i will probably share it to the chat um uh, but I will be gathering answers from the channel. That just makes it easier for me in the morning. Uh, and it makes it easier for folks that don't want to wade through the chat, which I understand, which I totally understand. Uh, Telegram can be a dumpster fire. It can be great. 
It can be um, very educational. It can be very inspiring. It can also be a dumpster fire and it can all be that within an hour. Um, and some people prefer not to deal with that. And I get it. I get it. Uh, it, it is limiting the eyeballs I can put on my links for people that want to see them yet don't want to deal with, um, the possibility of wading into a dumpster fire. I hear you. I hear you. I made the channel. Join the channel. Um, you don't need to mute it. It will be, you know, five messages a day and they're both mostly going to be bang 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 in the morning when i'm doing my workflow um backwoods butcher says family friendly uh i don't i don't subscribe to that and that is something i was going to talk to talk to next but um that's the channel it's t.me slash lots feed i appreciate it if you go over you hit uh you hit subscribe uh and you share it you share it uh, it's going to make links easy to share that's going to be out of the, the mainstream. It's going to be there for you to just copy and paste or forward. Telegram makes it easy to forward messages from that group to other groups. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to make it easier for everyone. The chat's still going to be there. I, uh, I appreciate the chat. I appreciate the openness of people to talk about uncomfortable things, discuss, um, discuss things that may get others heated, get heated discussions. Um, and as far as I can see, there's been no ill will um, moving forward in any of con in any of the conversations. Uh, it just kind of rectifies itself and people have discussions. It is what it is. It's very difficult and a um, it's very, it's very, it's something I've been contemplating quite a bit as an anarchist and a voluntarist and also very anti-censorship very anti um quote-unquote profanity uh that type of thing what is appropriate what's profane what is acceptable i'm very very um <laughs> i'm very against it let's just say that i don't know who gets to pick what's obscene and what's okay and personally and that's my personal choice what it comes to down to and trying to follow the nap nobody hurt me by anything they posted in that group but they did they did and not intentionally and that's that's the thing if anybody had intentionally hurt anyone or me, then yes, there is definitely a path in the nap and in my ideology to do something about that. Words are words, and I've never really, really, um, I've never really put too much stock in words. You can't hurt my feelings. Can't hurt my feelings. There's a few people that uh, can say stuff that really bother me. Um, but you're not going to hurt my feelings. If you're a stranger, um, if you're not in uh, a small handful of people, you can say whatever you want. Go ahead. Fuck it. I don't care. I am not everyone, and I understand that. 
I'm not everyone in my audience. I'm not everyone that wants to listen to me. I'm not everyone that wants to participate in the community. Um, one thing that I did realize as I've contemplated this is technically, technically, I feel that, and it is a technicality, I feel that I do have a place to moderate a group that I own that may fly in the face of not censoring or, or being, being available to let people say what they want because it is hurting me. It's hurting my brand. So I'm conflicted in this. Ah, Rob, and you said people can say whatever they want. I don't need to announce my departure, but no, you just went into your group and made the announcement. So passive aggressive bullshit. You could just set it where you were at. Um, so it's something that I wasn't blind to. And it was something that I, I tried to find a workaround for. Um, and I think I've accomplished that. The chat is what it is. It is what it is. I'm working on other methods to moderate without limiting people's ability to speak freely. Um, it's a it's a very hard line to walk as an anarchist, as a voluntarist, as someone wanting to grow a community, as someone that also wants a free and open exchange of ideas whether those ideas be comfortable or not, um, it is what it is. So this is where I'm at right now. Uh, the chat is continuing to be what it is. And please, please feel welcome to join the channel. And if you like the show and you want to get the announcements, you want to get, uh, you want to get the links, you want to participate in the question, but don't want to wade through the chat, here you go. Here's an option. I appreciate everyone listen. Don't don't ever don't ever um, don't ever feel that I don't appreciate you or your opinions. Um, I just may not agree with them. That's all. That's all. That's what makes the world great. I don't think anything of you because of your opinions. I just might not agree with them. So that's kind of what um, I've been going back and forth with, um, and it's 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 been a while. Um, so, yeah, that's that. More to come. More to come. But please consider uh, uh, hitting that subscribe on t.me slash lots feed so you can grab all those. And if you've abandoned the group, I'm sorry. Uh, it is what it is. It's just that's kind of what happens. All right. Whatever. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, what's going on with Fold? Corey and I went through. I actually went through a ton um, I went through a ton of, um, I went through a ton of data, um, our bills, our budget, things like that. And Corey has a card now. Um, she is not, we have not bumped her to full plus. We wanted to do the math. We wanted to calculate everything out to make sure that it was going to make sense to put, um, the funds into, it up front to get the higher rewards. And I have figured out that we are able to 
I'm guessing 95% of our monthly budget will be able to handle on full in one way or another. And I'm excited about that. And it's uh, easily, easily going to be split down the middle to where it's going to benefit both of us to be fold spin plus members um, and utilize those cards to uh, the most of their ability. I am uh, diligently <laughs> getting that set up. I'm guessing it'll be full swing July, hopefully uh, 95, 90. I'm shooting for 90. I want 90% or more of our our um, our spending in July to be on the fold card. One of our cards. Um, I'm going to try to do a lot of data tracking. I'm going to try to do some uh, some generic numbers and things like that to uh, to let people know what they can what they can um, what they can expect to get back in the fold card with the new reward system, with the new uh, Fold Plus, where it's a flat 1% and then extra spins on top. It was a shift, um, and I kind of wrote it out. It didn't really it didn't really need to be uh, delved into very much for me because I had paid for Spin Plus several months earlier and um, more than accumulated enough to cover it, um, more than enough. So I wasn't really worried about it, but... Now that we're transitioning to trying to maximize these, and Corey had a card, we were really diving in to see where that break-even point is. Um, I based it on the one percent standard uh, standard one percent back on spending, and I think it worked out to just under eight hundred dollars a month. If you spend eight hundred dollars a month, you are definitely getting your money back. You'll be getting your money back with one percent return on the spending. Plus you get the bonus spins, you get the daily spin, you get the extra spins. So anything on top of that is just gravy, but $800 a month will pay for your spin plus, and you will have more in the end than your $100. Otherwise, just take $100 a year and spend, spend it on Bitcoin. I mean, that that's easy enough. That's easy enough. So Anyway, that's that. We're going to get that wound up, but uh, that is our MO going forward. I'm really hoping to spend 90 to 95% of our uh, monthly expenditures on fold and found a way to do it, found a way to do it. Now it's just setting it into motion, getting into those habits, transferring and doing that. So soon enough, soon enough. Um, what else we got doing this weekend? I got to do a little bit more planning on our green setup. Uh, with our trip coming up in July, I think that's going to be a great test run uh, to kind of test out one or multiple different ideas I'm having for growing some greens on the road uh, that are easily transportable. And that's going to be the key is we're going to be able to pack them up and move them with us. And when we arrive at our location, set them out and uh, have them outside. <coughs> but I have a few ideas. I want to work a little bit more on figuring those out this weekend. Uh, I got a meeting with Tim about Delinquents Gully, uh, talk about some things going on over there. Uh, and then Corey and I are just going to spend some time together, I think, this weekend because we've been busy as shit the last few weeks, really. Uh, so I think we will probably um, probably sit back and enjoy some time. We also need to work on scheduling all the maintenance that needs to be done on the trailer before we take off on our trip. Uh, now that all our dates are booked and we have to get rolling on July 8th, we got to take off. So everything uh, everything needs to get ordered. Everything needs to get put into motion and we need to be ready to roll out on the 8th. So it um, it's going to be great. 
It's going to be great. So it should be a good weekend. It should be a good weekend. We don't have a whole lot going on. It looks like Sunday is going to be pretty rainy. Uh, if it hasn't changed yet, finally get some rain maybe around here. It's pretty dry. It is pretty dry. It'd be tough to... Um, And um, it's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's dry. It's dry. I don't know. I don't know if you were running a garden, um, how it would be. It'd be it'd be tough. It'd be tough. So anyway, uh, just wanted to let everybody know before we do the 10K giveaway uh, biochar biochar episode last night was really fun with Porterhouse. Really fun. I really enjoyed it. You should check it out. Uh, be sure to look down in the video notes and audio notes if you check that episode out. Uh, Porterhouse has got a uh, got a conference he is going to, a festival he's going to uh, the end of October up in Kentucky. Kentucky, the Kentucky Sustainable Living um, get-together. I didn't put the name. Of, of, unfortunately, I didn't put the name in the notes this morning. But, um, yeah, check it out. Check it out. Check that out. Uh, and check out the episode. Learn a little about, bit about biochar. It wasn't an in-depth dive in anything. Basically, it was a high view overground overview of what biochar is, what Eric has done, and different ways he's made it. Uh, and then we just kind of bullshitted about uh, some ideas I had for Tim's property and and consuming a lot of waste waste wood that's out of there and making po- maybe a positive stream out of it, which is which is the goal in any uh, in any project, I would think. So. That was cool. Check that out. Uh, lots to talk about biochar with Porterhouse. And uh, man, after the show, it, it looks like we're going to try to get um, get um, get me over on his show in a couple weeks. So that's cool. I got some other interviews. I've been booking a bunch this week, which uh, are going to be really cool. Got some new community members coming on to talk about different stuff and uh, should be good. Should be good. Oh, that one note I wanted to make sure I hit uh, Derek Ross over on Noster. This was really fun last night. So I, I get done with the show. I'm scrolling through Noster and I see Derek Ross, who who posts quite a bit. It's got pretty big following over there. Um, pretty involved in a lot of things. Posts a picture of a of a QR on the screen from Wallet of Satoshi, and he says, he says, um, "Hey, <laughs> hey, I just onboarded uh, my bartender at the bar I'm at on." Or with lightning, I got him wall to Satoshi. Send him some sats. I'm like, shit, why not? I scan the thing, send it a thousand sats, and I'm like, hey, follow the lots project in the notes. Didn't think anything of it. Check Noster later, a couple hours later, and I'm scrolling through and I see the post, and he's like, oh, now I'm talking to the bar owner. He's a Bitcoiner, blah, blah, blah. And I go down and I look at the post that he had posted that he, he had just onboarded this guy. Says, hey, show them some love. Show them what lightning is all about. And I was reading the comments. And the Noster community is so incredible. They're banging this guy with, with Satoshis. 11, 23, 23, 1,000, 2,000. And Derek's making comments saying, he just keeps looking over and going, it doubled again. That's getting people excited about lightning, folks. That is getting people excited about lightning do it onboard somebody get them to download wallet of satoshi and send them some sats don't tell them it's only a couple cents let them figure that out after the fact let them get 
excited about the possibilities and the experience and thinking about how this can be utilized. Adoption is what makes that Bitcoin price go up. If you got a stack and you're stacking, and I know we all want more before it goes up, but it's going to go up. Mass adoption is what makes that price go. When everybody talks about the quarter million Bitcoin, when everybody talks about the $1 million Bitcoin, when everybody talks about it skyrocketing, going to the moon, that's what happens. That's the linchpin, in my opinion. It's mass adoption. And maybe not mass adoption, half mass adoption. Enough people using it, it's a limited supply. And if you've took basic economics, supply and demand, there's only one way that can happen. It's only one way. It's math. It's economic theory. It just works. It just works. Anyway, 10K giveaway. 10K giveaway. Uh, item of the day, real quick, bar soap, bar dish soap and bamboo holder. I've talked about it before. If you're really interested, you can watch the video. You can read the review. You can ask me questions. It's all down there. We're running a little late, and I just want to give away some Satoshis. So check out the item of the day, guys. Share it around. It's uh, it's a great way to conserve water. And, man, this soap really gets shit clean. Corey's nails are cleaner than she's ever had, she said. And uh, she's loving this soap. So check it out. It's vegan. It's no toxins. It's great. We love it. Um, check it out. 10K giveaway. It is time. It is time for the 10K giveaway Friday. Uh, we got nine people in. Uh, you got a couple of seconds left. Hashtag good morning, Corey, if you haven't been in. Hey, if you've already put that hashtag in while you're waiting for everybody to catch up, scroll down just a little bit, hit that like, hit that thumbs up, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. Everybody seems to say hi to you. They keep saying hi to you. <laughs> Oh, man. So nine people. We got nine people in and uh, let's do this. Let's do this. Oh, by the way, I sold a Blockstream Jade. Actually, two of them. If you are already considering a hardware wallet, let me know. I'm not recommending it yet. I haven't gotten it. I haven't used it. But uh, from my research, I did uh, recommend it enough to buy one myself. And uh, as soon as I get it, I'm going to be doing videos and stuff. So Everybody's in. Everybody's in. We got nine in for the good morning, Corey, 5K or 10K giveaway. And here we, did you want to hit go? You don't want to hit go? I'll try to get her to hit go, but here we go. Round and round she goes. Who's going to win? Nobody knows. Look at that. I think Scrambling's got 17 people entered in here and Golden Crickets slides in with the win. Congratulations, Golden Crickets. Pickle Pete, cheaters never win and winners never cheat. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations, Golden Crickets. I will get that to you. No need to do anything. Thank you, everyone, for participating in the 10K giveaway. Just been another day, another Friday. It's a wrap up another week, guys. I hope you all have an awesome weekend. I hope you're super productive or if productive means just taking care of yourself, sitting back and uh, relaxing a little bit after a tough week, or maybe you got to grind through the weekend, get, uh, get the normal day job done uh, or get a bunch of shit done around the homestead or house. I appreciate you listening. 
And if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, and we will catch up with you next time. Guys, check out that new Telegram channel, t.me slash lotsfeed. Hope to see you over there, and we will catch up with you on Monday. 